Episode six of Real Bar Talk. We are here. We made it. Yes. Made it. Once again. Once again, this is a no holds bar discussion each week uh, about the scene, the whole bar scene, what's going on in and out. Actually, to be honest with you, it could be anything. Just having a good time in the bar, out of the bar, whatever it is. That's what we're here to do. As always, I'm with my co-host, Mr. Mike Reed, trusty podcast engineer, makes this whole thing happen. How you doing, Mike? What's up, y'all? I'm doing great. How you doing today? It's Monday. It was a rough one today. It was. It was a little bit of a rough one. I think that because it was, for me, it was because it was a long week. Yeah. It's been a long week. Today was a long day. You know, I've been telling people this lately. I work so many days. Like, I swear to God, right on Sunday, I just try, I just start to just burn out. So, Monday is like a, uh, what's that, like like my body rejuvenating a little bit. And so, today I had a little bit longer Monday, did some extra stuff, and... I hate that. Started your baseball, right? Yes. Yes. Coach, first practice. And uh, shout out to my baseball team. We are the Corsair Lily Phillies. Nice. Yeah. And they, uh, I got, I think I, I think I drafted pretty dang good. Okay. We were looking today and uh, even my, my, the guy that's coaching with me, my assistant coach on the team, um, we don't know each other very well. We've known, we've known each other a little while, but we don't know each other very well. And even after he was done with the practice, he te- shot me a text and said, man, our team looks pretty athletic. Like, I think we're going to be pretty good defensively because uh, we got some good pitchers, too. So, it looks good. I'm just, uh, tomorrow we're going to do batting practice, and then we'll really, we'll really be able to see. Right, right, yeah. You know? And I, my oldest son is on the team. And nice. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting season, so I can't wait. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. It was cold. It was cold. It was cold, man. Was cold. I hate the cold. If you know anything about me, I hate the cold. Anyways, uh, as always, we are sponsored by the beautiful Alchemy Row. I always say the beautiful, and it's not beautiful. It's kind of ugly in a weird way, but it's ugly beautiful like a pug. You know, like a pug. Yeah. You know how pugs are like ugly cute? That's, yeah. how, that's that's our bar. That's what we should call ourselves. Ugly cute. Ugly cute. <laughs> ugly fucking cute. I like it, though. I do, too. I do, too. This is home. That's yeah. And that's what's so good about it. It's a, yeah, a little man. dive bar. It's home. The food's good. The drinks are good. The vibe is good. You can't beat that. You can't, man. Yeah, come check it out. Yes. Um, I'm excited about the show today. How excited are you excited about the show? I am excited about the show. Do you know who I have on the sh- coming on the show today? Do you okay. know him? I, you know what? I, I don't know him. Know him. You don't but know. I mean, him. I know You're him. about to find out. Like, no, me, I know, and I'm, I'm actually excited about. Let this. me just tell you, this is like he is, if not my best friend, he's one of my best friends for sure. I can tell because you guys fight a lot. You guys argue. We do. A lot. We do. We yeah, fight like, like brothers. Like brothers. We almost fight like a, like I swear to God, if you come to my house when we're all there, it's like me, JP, and him are like a weird throuple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true. It's all love, though. I love it. It is. Though. I, love it is. I can't wait to get him on here. Yeah. But before we go to that, um, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, before we get to the Super Bowl, how are you doing? You doing okay? I'm doing all you right. You doing okay? Okay. All right. That's I'm good. That's right. good. So now with the Super Bowl, how was your Super Bowl? It was great. You had fun? It was actually great. Yeah. Because I go to the Super my boy's house. Uh, shout out to my boy. And, um, I go to his house every year. He throws a lot of parties throughout the year, and uh, Super Bowl is always amazing. And uh, I got to see some of my closest 
people that I haven't seen in a couple of years because of the pandemic, you know, a few years ago. So it was good to see them. That's cool. Yeah, That's I had fun. a great time. You were telling me that that you got to go. You you almost didn't even want to go, and then once yeah. you went, you were like, "Damn, I'm really glad I went." Right. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. That's awesome. I'm actually glad I went. That's great. That's great. I didn't do any. I like it was my daughter's birthday. So yes, happy I, birthday to your little daughter. She just turned five, man. She yeah. is so she is something else. And you know what? We had a good day. Like I was, I was stressed out a little bit because I, I always like, I can't help it, but I like to go above and beyond for my kids. Right, as you should on their birthdays. I like to do like a big grand gesture, mm-hmm. and I've always been like this, um, even with you know girlfriends, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I like to do that on their day. I like to do a big grand gesture. So right. you know this this year we're a little you know we 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 have a little bit. Uh, tougher of a time because we bought a new business and all that stuff. So there's a lot going back into right. that. So I was scared I wasn't going to be able to do what I wanted to do with her right. for her fifth. And what's hard is our birthdays are close. Right. And this one is a big one for me. So, yeah, the, the big so four, I was, let's say that's big uh, four. Oh, I wasn't going to age myself, but fine. Yeah, I'm turning 40. Oh, um, fuck that. As much as you've been talking about age the last couple of days, yeah, about you me. Get me. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, hey, go ahead. I, I deserve it. I'll I deserve wait. it. But, um, yeah, I, I even wanted to do a big one this year for mine, and I don't usually want to do anything for mine. Usually, I like to work on my birthday. People always think that's weird, but it's my day. It's the day I like it's your to. Day, yeah. I get everybody to come out and behind the bar. It's it's my thing. I like right. it. Um, but you know, I'm probably not going to even do anything big for my birthday. So I wanted to do something big for hers, and we just didn't we didn't get to do what we wanted. But mm. man, she had a day. She kept that's saying good. it was the best birthday she ever had. Yeah, that's good. And that's I don't know if she was saying that because she's five and she just want to keep repeating it because she was just getting everything she wanted. But I took her shopping, you know, she got to go jump her right. face off at Rock and Jump. So it was cool. No, that was great. I seen her, I saw her last night because I, I stopped by your house after the game. And yeah. um, you get to see it in her face. She was so excited. She got so she many was, damn toys. She didn't know where to start. She was happy about her cowboy boots. Oh, bro. She loved those boots. She got me at the end. She wanted. She was <laughs> like, can I, we go to get shoes? And I was like, okay. And she just wanted boots really bad. And she picked them out and we found them and she loved them. And she was yeah. like showing them up. She was funny. She's too yeah. funny. She's, She's a girly girl. Like when you get to know her, she is. But she has a great personality. She does, especially for so a five year old. Like she, she, but she, she's amazing. She, man, she got a sharp tongue though. Yeah. Wait till DJ gets on. He'll say all about it. Oh, I said his name before we called him on. That's okay. That's um, Super Bowl. I want to say before I say anything else, I called that shit. I called that yeah. shit well before the playoffs. And there's friends out there. You're listening. You know, I said Kansas City was probably going to repeat. And yep. people are like, Nah, Kansas City's done. But I called it because they're just a different, like I said, different animal in the playoffs. And uh, the way they the way they beat teams in the playoffs is what made me think that everybody's going to have a hard time with them. And they didn't. And it was a close game. The 49ers great did great. Game, yeah. The 49ers started out so good, I thought they were going to win it. But, man, dude, that, that quarterback you, is a different But out. you know what's He's crazy, different. though? You know what's crazy? Because um, at the house that I was at, I, it was about maybe 30, 40 people, right? Yeah. And um, most of them was 49ers fans. As they would, but when they was uh, when like when the Forty Nine ers started off, you know, like you said, good, they was all happy, right? Yeah. Me and one other guy, my boy, we was just sitting there and we was calm and we was like, okay, you guys, it ain't over. Like it's still a whole another half. Yeah. And when you are talking about Kansas City and Mahomes, and then you got the coach Reed, yeah, like you cannot count. You he is good, man. Think about it, and I tell everybody this: if you give the Chiefs over a minute. With in a scoring distance, and they got to go up the field. Reed been doing that all his career. Yep, he's yep. good at that. But not even just that. I'm just even talking about overall as a coach. Andy Reed's one of the yeah. best coaches ever. Look at what he's done his whole career, anywhere he goes. 
Right. You know, and he did the same thing with the Eagles. Maybe not even as good as this. This is different because he's got he's got two studs, Kelsey right. on the offensive side of the ball. Kelsey and uh, Holmes are just yeah. legit. They're leg- as legit Damn. as they as they come. They're they. And someone said someone said to me that Mahomes is overrated. And let me just say. I'm not a Kansas City fan. I'm a Green Bay fan. And right. I've always, you know, I, I never hate, Kansas City has never been a team I hated. But I don't generally just, like, cheer for a bunch of other teams. Um, but, I, you know, I, I've always, like, kind of rooted for a few teams outside. And Kansas City is one of those teams that one of my friends when I was growing up liked him. So I just rooted for his team with him, like, for him if my team wasn't in contention or whatever. And I didn't root for him. They're not my team. But um, my whole point to that is that, I, I said that like I even I just lost my train of thought with the Kansas City Chiefs. I told well, you know, you know, you know, it's funny to mark me um, in that I think it was the third quarter or the beginning of the fourth quarter when the 49ers, they had the five safeties back there. Yeah. And, and Mahomes just kept like, OK, we just cut up, cut you guys short and just walk up the field. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, the 49ers coach like called a timeout and to his offensive coach, he was like, dude, I do not like that. And that's when he switched it. Yeah. And I, I mean, but they—it's like they knew they couldn't stop uh, Mahomes at at that point because they—they yeah. were just going up the but, field. But it was a really defensive game. They were stopping each other no, for a minute. Forty Nineers is great on defense. They, and but like that's what I was saying about Kansas City this year. Their defense is better this year. And um, but yeah, it's it's crazy that these ga- this this season. I said it earlier. This season, it goes to show the top four teams how close they right. were. You know what I mean? Like all the, like even Green Bay and 49ers, everybody was counting Green Bay out. And I was like, mm-hmm. that game is going to be tough. And that was a barely loss too. And same thing with this game. Like that, that game could have gone either it way. It could have. It could have gone either I think way. It, did that missed field goal, 49ers. And it always comes down to a missed field goal. You know missed that? Field goal. Same thing with Green Bay. Missed yeah. field goal, lost in the game. It's the same, the same thing, you know, because Green Bay makes and that you field know, goal. I, and I take it back. It wasn't, a, it was a block field goal. He yeah. blocked it. Yeah. That 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 was a game right there, yeah. crazy. Yeah, crazy. Say right before before we go into the other one halftime show, what did you think about it? I was on the run. I I watched the game on my phone when oh, I could okay. stop. So I got to the I got home at the fourth quarter, and that was the only quarter I sat down and watched the whole game. Okay. I saw a very very piece, uh, like a very small piece mm-hmm. of it, and I've heard some crap talk, but I don't really know. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't involved. And I, I'll be honest with you, I haven't liked the Super Bowl halftime show since Prince was on it. That's really? how long it's been since I, there's been an You didn't like Dre I, and Snoop? Huh? You didn't like Dre and Snoop? I mean, it was just, it, like, it, I don't know why all the performances since Prince has felt bubblegummy. But you know why Prince was great? That was an act of God. He used to, it started raining during Purple Rain. Bro. Like, bro, no one, that, no one Not even just that. that. That was the best performance was, I've though. ever seen by an artist live like yeah, that on a halftime show. Only only thing I can think of that even I like close to it was Chris Stapleton doing the national anthem last year. He mm. killed it. But other than that, like, I just think the rest have been just kind of gummy. Right. It's not that they're bad. Like, even uh, Bruno Mars's wasn't bad. Right. But I just, it's just bubble gummy. It's like mm. uh, radio safe material, basically. Right. It's just, I don't know. I just, uh, I, didn't, I didn't like the performance. Like, one, I couldn't hear. I also like sad, dramatic songs, like sad, uh-huh. uh, ballady songs and purple rain is not like a it's not a, it's it's slow it's right. chill you know i just man that was the cross stage all that was dope but anyways let's get our guest on here yeah. we've rambled enough about sports um sorry this is my best friend this is my buddy is he ready 
Yeah, he really is. I he really is. Say, there's I, a lot. There's a lot of reasons why we'll get into in the show, but let's bring him on, DJ. Hey, hey, uh, uh, say it. Go ahead. Get on the mic. That comes from DJ. Oh, I know. I said it last week that we might hear that. You might hear that now that he's on here say a lot. Say it again. Go ahead. <laughs> hey. I'm no, you hear Mike's, uh, Mike's was like. I know. Mike's horrible. Mike's horrible. Mike's horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, God. That was good. I Sorry. like it. I'll talk about it. Man. So what's going on, everybody? What's up, DJ? I'm good. I'm DJ, good. Wait, wait. What do you want to go by? You want to go by DJ or your government name? We can just go by DJ. We just gonna keep it at that. Yeah, we we'll keep it. At <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I was like, we not putting all that out there. Don't do me like that. Right? Hey, hey, this is real bar talk. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to uh, come closer and put your mouth closer to that thing. Mm-hmm. Don't be we don't. We don't it. tell people that. Don't put your mouth on the microphone. Pause. Sir. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been a little underneath the weather, so I might sound a little off today. Sorry about that. Sorry, good. Yeah, we were gonna have actually. I'm gonna bring it up because he's gonna come back on and do it, whether he yeah. wants to or not. But exactly. I wanted him to sing a song today because DJ is a really, really talented singer. Like I'm all right or whatever. Um, better than most people you will ever hear in this lifetime. No, you know the first time I saw Just DJ sing. was at Big Shots, and I was doing karaoke over there, and I saw him perform, and I was in my head praying, "Do not call me after this guy." He just <laughs> fucking killed it. Yeah, I really yeah. was. Promise God, promise God. But you know, I hear that like everywhere I go, Player, people say like, "I don't want to sing after before." I'm like, "Look, yeah, it's all right." That up? The way you, what you should up. do is you should be asking, "Hey, how you get like that?" I I try. I teach you in a second. I love it. I, I hear, but I I it's so funny because my dad used to get the same thing a lot. Like they mm. like, "Oh, we don't want to follow him." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, whenever there's a really good singer, someone will make a comment like that. And I'm like, okay, thank you. I just say thank you. I know I'm, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate I'd be like, dang, it. I don't want to sing no more. I'm just going to go here and watch y'all. Right. <laughs> no, but you know, I, I say that because, you know, I've been doing karaoke for 25 years. And um, normally um, it, it takes a lot a lot for someone, as you know, Mike, to get up there and sing, right? Right. But then if you if a newbie comes in there and then they hear him, they be like, Yeah, see, I ain't going up there. <laughs> no, <laughs> I ain't going up there. So so the, the good singer, the good singer in a karaoke show does two things. Right. One thing it just makes people like, Oh, I want to hear him more and they'll stay right. longer. And the other is that is that the person that likes to sing, like, dude, don't let him sing. He's a professional guy. Right, this is American but I, Idol. I do, at this I do point. get a lot of that too, though. Yeah, I get a lot they, of times people say, it. "I'll stay." Like, are you gonna sing? Can I? Can I sing something for you? They Sorry, don't, my big old hands. <laughs> they don't. They don't mean it in a mean way. But right. it just, yeah. I like DJ gets it so much. I could see he gets frustrated. He's like, oh, "Okay, like I want to sing. I came to sing too, man. Like, right. leave me alone. <laughs> like, just let, let me see. Let, let me, me do sing. me." But that's just how it goes, you know. I'm just going to start doing tequila. That's so funny. That is, You know what's so funny is that somebody did that on America's Got Talent as like a joke. Really? Uh, Didn't they and, make it past bro, the first round? Yeah, they made it past the first round. With tequila? Yeah, because it was... I missed that. That's but, hilarious. But, but go go look up. America's Got Talent uh, singer sings tequila. But wait, what it. did he do? He had to do it something was a jo- It was a comedy. It was a oh, comedy, comedy thing okay. with it. And it, the co- the comedy behind it was hilarious. So everybody started laughing. That's why he made it. That's okay, why I got it. I'm going to look it up. I was thinking yeah. of something. To, I was thinking about the, the dude that did the shadow hands when he did the song. Oh, that yeah. was like the best thing I think I've ever seen on there. Oh, yeah. That's like, I love that show. I can't help it. I watch that show all the time. I watch it all. But um, anyways, uh, before we get into games and more things, let's talk about what's in our cup real quick. All um, right. I don't remember what's in mine. My, uh, Mike, you go first real quick. Let me, let me, let me. Well, since they didn't have my drink today, you know, I got, oh, I got to talk why, to the owner about Why do you got to shoot man? a shot at me? Why do you have to, why do you have to <laughs> shoot a shot you know at what? me? Because Mike, you know what? Next Cause time, have it. I, I've been here 
for like the last four <coughs> days, I want to say. Yeah. And if, if I come every day, I, I want my drink. I hear you, but you know, sometimes the same today. Yeah, it's Woodford. Why you gotta make me feel bad? Woodford Reserve. Cheers on that one. Yeah, cheers on Woodford Reserve. DJ picked this out today, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, since I don't have my drink. Did you have the same thing? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen you drink Woodford. I didn't know. Well, the reason why you have it is because I told you that this is the one that I really liked. And I was like, this one was. We we usually carry Woodford and Gentleman's Jack ever since we opened, but we'll run. not that many people, just being honest with you. Not a lot of people drink it. So what'll happen is I'll get one bottle and I won't get a second. And that one bottle will last me like almost two weeks. Well, I'm and then the second week, the second week it'll run out. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn. So no. Gentleman's Jack and Woodford will run out of all the time because of, <laughs> right. I keep one bottle because it's not, it's not gotten enough. But you know, it's funny. But, I drink that with my cigars and uh, I had, I, I introduced it to Angelo. Oh, you fancy. Are you fancy, huh? Yeah, he fancy. <laughs> he, drinks it with, it to, he drinks it with his cigars. Say it again. I introduced it to Angelo, and um, mine lasted in my house for a long time until he moved in, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> well, I was going to say, this yeah. is my second cup today, so um, Angelo, yeah, have to Angelo some drinks something very specific here every every time, and I, I, I'm yeah. too scared to try it, but I want it one day. Oh, one no, day. it's good. I used to drink those when I was younger, though. What's oh, it called? Really? It's called a French Connection. The French Connection. Oh, You'll like that. Well, shit. I like it because like it's, it. it's yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my that's my go to right your, there. That's your drink. Yeah. That's your drink. Yes, sir. Okay, so so mine is. Did you have to Google your drink? No. Did no, you really no, just no, Google no, your no, drink? No, 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 no. He just pulled no, up his phone. No, no, yes, he did. no, no. There's a there's a really good meaning behind mine. Okay. So if you let me get to it, you know, right, right. I'll tell you the story. Okay. So the other day, if you guys didn't know, Mr. Toby Keith passed away. I almost said Toby Keith. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Toby Keith. Sorry, I can't speak right now. But Toby Keith passed away. Um, and we decided on Sunday for the Super Bowl, not only we do the Super Bowl Sunday and do our thing, we, we did a, a tribute to Toby Keith. So Tanya looked up some drinks that he makes out of his bar specifically, and that's what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a Red Solo cup is what we call it. But the real, the real drink is called, um, that's what I was looking for. Oh, my God. So you did look it up. You no, lied. Tanya me. sent me. <laughs> you lied to me on air. No, not you sent. So the real name is White Trash with Money. White oh. Trash um, with Money, and it's it is razzmatazz, sweet and sour, with some Sprite. It tastes it just has, like the name. And then it has a topple of beer, just a little splash of beer on top, and it's it's what pretty beer good. did you t- decide to use? In your um, I they they tell you they like to use Coors Light at their bar, and I didn't. I don't like Coors Light. There's a weird taste what to bar, it. So. What bar? Uh, Toby Keats Park Grill. I've never been there. Uh, no, I haven't either. It's not. They're not out here a lot. Oh. They're a lot um, from where he's from, Vegas, stuff like that. Oh, I would okay. use the Coors Banquet. I think that's the only beer that I can actually Ooh, Coors drink. Banquet would have been good. But Fire. this. So I did mine with Ultra, and it was really good. You guys want to try it? Sure. I guess so, since you. I mean, it's Toby Keith. Like, shout out. I don't know who that is. COVID's over. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you looking at me like that, Mike? Wait a minute. Hold, oh, the, actually, hold the phone. We're going to have a whole, good. We're gonna have a whole conversation. You don't know who Toby Keith is? That is pretty good. Wow. No, no I don't know who Kobe Keith no, is. It's not Kobe. It's Toby. Kobe, Toby? I, Toby, a Toby don't do Keith is a, is a famous, famous country singer. But, okay, but not just know. that. Like The reason why I think you would know him is because you go to bars like this and stuff. And everybody plays Can Red I be Solo with Cup. You? Can I be honest with you? I don't really typically go to bars like this. This is the one I go to because you guys are family and I love the people. Okay, there. but you haven't had a going to karaoke uh, shows. You never heard bougie. anybody. You've never <laughs> yes, heard. Any, bougie, hold on. Going to a going no, I to honestly, I have no. Hold on, listen to me. Going to a karaoke bar. You've never heard anybody sing Red Solo Cup. 
You've never seen anybody sing Whiskey Girl, American American. You had to. Amer- you've That's had so to. Low maybe maybe uh, I have. Courtesy of the Red, not White, the, and not Blue. The, not the, no, no. Wow, I'm shocked. You need to get I'm, outside. I'm super shocked. Man. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, first of all, remember. I'm so from, you hate country oh, music, is what you're saying? I did right. not say that. You Dude, don't do not, like country. Dude, why you want to put that? See, why you want to put that out there? Now you want to have every fucking. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyways, uh. But I'm yeah. Sw- never mind. I, I'm I'm really sad that you didn't know who he was. But but You're for really us, excited. we know who he is, and and we're sad that he's gone. In fact, actually, I have a little story about him. I I went to one of his concerts out out in Orange County uh, on a date one time, and um, he is really really good. Like I didn't. I never I thought. I never. No. I never thought. If you know his music. You would think he's kind of a bubblegummy country singer. He sings like those. I was about to say, what do you mean by that? Like he sings like Red Solo Cup and st- and stuff like that's kind of, for a lack of a better term, goofy. A little is it bit. like kind of like I was gonna say is it like lackluster? Like he's not. No, he's not. My point is, as a singer, he's not a Rascal Flats. Okay. Or like a high end singer, as far as what I thought. But what I when I say he sounded so good live, I it shocked me. Not to mention he had an amazing show. It was phenomenal. It was. Fun, active, funny, and um, I, I want to say that he was up there in one of the best shows that I've ever been to because he, first of all, had a great leading act, but his show was so fun. It was so fun. It was so good. And like I said, he sounded great. So, you know, kudos to him. Hey. And I'm sad that he's gone. I tell people, you like it, I love it. Got to just listen to it oh, a little yeah. bit more. I'm going to check him out one day. Yeah, you're going to have to. Well, I'll play some of his songs later. Maybe we should play one on the outro just to be nice. That would be cool. Right. That would be cool. I don't know. We can't. We can't really do that. <laughs> Why we can't? Huh? Why we can't? Isn't it like a copyright thing? Yeah, I do what I want to. do. <laughs> as long as it's um, under fifteen um, seconds, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, oh, come on. You man. do a little. You can just do the. It's time to party, and then you know. So we talked about what was in our cups, and I, I've been thinking about this, and I wrote a little blurb on the thing. I'm sure you you read it on the board, but I was like, I want to really highlight. Me and DJ's friendship. There's a reason because, like, me and DJ have become really close over the last few years, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been we've been friends since. I want to say this has got to be like nine years, eight years, going on or something like that. Close. It's got to be close. Well, to my birthday's in like four days, so it'll be ten. It'll be ten. Yeah, that makes sense because I met you. When did I meet you? It was actually on one of my. That, that was actually one of the first birthdays that you actually uh, came out to. Yeah, what was it at the 2020? Yeah. Yeah, so and it and was, you were I think oh you, I thought you were 19 or 20. Yeah, I had just just turned 20. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, so I I was right like about nine, 10 years, so that makes sense. Oh my gosh, you just brought back so many memories. I'm like that. But, you that know what's era? so funny is that um and, and I, I I say this and I'm being not, I'm being honest, but I, I just want to be honest about something and say like when I first heard DJ sing, uh-huh. like he is not the singer you've heard today. 10 <laughs> years changes a lot, right? And I mean like <laughs> He was he was still good, but more naturally good. More like um, maybe I could see he was unex like didn't have as much experience. An experience whatever. at that yeah, time. Yeah, but when I say he went, he moved leaps and bounds from where he was at. I think what a year later, I see him in big shots, or two years later, whatever it was, and um, I'm I was shocked. That's how good he had gotten, and he's just gotten better and better and better. It's trippy. Like well, I, I had to tell people, it's like blood, sweat, and tears was literally like to a T of what I had to go through because the amount of practice and 
stuff I had to do was because people would be like, well, you're, you're not going to make it anywhere with this. Like you're a decent or, you know, singer, rail, you know, all the way around. And I was like, you can't tell me that. Like, I'm going to make my walk, my walk. Yeah. You can't, you can't put me in a box that you want to put me in. Yeah. And then I started listening to, you know, my type of music and then the greats that I liked it. And that's how I trained myself. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like this, this little thing that I wanted to do with you and I wanted to really go into music because I tell DJ all the time that he's, talented on a level where he should be doing it all the time for his job. It should be his main thing job wise. He should. But it's but to break into the industry, you could be good and not make it. So it's hard. It's no, it's it's but, it's a very, 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 very tough on. game to get into. It, it is, and I'll give you that. And, and I will give it to you that it used to be. Nowadays you can literally do anything you want. It's 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 all about if you want to put in the work. Yeah, you can. I can actually make a TV show and have my own network by within seven days. That's how long it takes. Like yeah. you can literally do anything you want. But then you know it, it, it takes more than just the talent at that point. Now you gotta have a business mind. You have to have the business ethics. You literally right. have to put in the work to put yourself out there. Right. So yeah, back in the day, because I grew up in music. I don't know if you know this, but I've been in this industry for 35, 40 years. Back in the day, yeah, you had to wait on somebody. And and that's why, like, now I go to um, schools and I teach youth and I tell people, like, and teach these kids, you can literally do it yourself. Literally with your phone. Everything. Dude. everything yeah, dude. Is, Shout yeah, out to Tanya across the bar. She made this drink for me and it's, <laughs> it's freaking fire. amazing. Okay, Tanya, you did Cheers, your thing. Cheers, Tanya. Cheers. Okay. Um, I was going to say the only difference from back then to now that I don't like this day and time, mm-hmm. it was back then you had to practice and you had to right. get good. To be on the top charts. People used to battle to be on the top of the chart. Right. And now it's like you could just make a YouTube video with anything. And if it's goofy or you get enough likes or right. there's enough people behind you, you get up there. And I, I look at that now. I look at that now and I'm like, yeah. why is this person famous? But I've been there's practicing. So many no, and, and you're right. There, there's a lot of people out there that's really, they're okay, but not, they don't know how Some to of them ain't even sing. that. Right. But, <laughs> but they got popularity, but that, again, it goes back to, they put in the work to put so, themselves so that's out what, there. that's what I was going to say. I, 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 I'll never forget this. I, you know, we had Sade come on and sing at the bar the other day. And Sade, uh, shout out to Sade. She's awesome too. She's a yeah. great singer. And I've known Sade for longer than that. Like, 18, 19 years, something like that now. some I don't know. It's No, not it's that like long. Places. Like 15, 15 or something. But um, either way, I we when she was younger, we used to have this conversation, and she could not understand what I was saying. And I was saying it back then that um, the same rules apply to becoming a famous singer. I'm not talking about just getting on TikTok and, and getting thousands of views. I'm talking about like, you know, like a, on the level of like a Beyonce or uh, on those levels, right? It takes a whole team behind them yeah. to brand the artist. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so there's a business side of it that most people don't understand. Right. And the really thing, this is the biggest thing, to become a famous singer where you're making good enough money to go do what we're talking about here, it requires a stupid a stupid amount of work. And yeah. 90% of the people I've ever met that are talented enough to go do something with that, they won't put the work they in. They will not put the work yeah. in because it is hard, including is. myself. I, you guys know this, I love to sing. I got to a level where I thought, okay, I, hey, I could go do something with it. As soon as I saw the amount of effort it would take me, I, I just realized, like, I was, I realized not only was I, I also found the level I was at too. I was like, okay, you're you're not quite good enough to make it to the echelon that you want, and so you need to decide whether you want to put this monk 
this much work for a middle level right. or or even a less than a middle level right. the lower level tier pro because there's there's a pro circuit you can get yeah. on as a singer a player whatever you do and you can make you know 500 to a thousand dollars um a show and stuff like that and that's the that's more of the lower level and i just realized i didn't want to put in the amount of work it would take to get to that level right if i was going to do it i needed to get it all the way and i i found out that i was as good as i was like and I got there. Yeah, because I, I a lot it. that goes with it though. It's, it's you yeah. practicing. If you write your own music or you have a ghostwriter, you have to deal with that and yeah. that. And then the third thing would be the amount of practice you'd have to sit down and put in day in and day out. Like it doesn't matter. And yeah. then having the what is it the studio time, mm-hmm. whatever. There's a lot that goes with it. And and, and there's no time off because because <laughs> you, you, know. you almost can't even get sick. That's yeah. how bad it is. Like I talked to a lot of friends that are in the industry and they all say the same thing. You can't make another. It's not like you can call out. On yourself. <laughs> you can't call out and be like, no. hey, um, can yeah. you come in today? Oh, wait, there's nobody there? That's right. It's only me. It's just me. Uh, you know what I mean? You just can't. So it's different. It's even it different than being just a musician. If you're just a musician, you can get in the circuit. Wow. And you do have that call factor. They have thousands of musicians that can come in and play that same spot. And they, it's the same. But well, just a good as, the, as singer, a singer yourself, there's a lot of things that they have now that can help you. Yeah. But you can never, like you said, call completely out. Like if I was like that, I'm like, okay. I'm going to need somebody to equalize and get this right while I'm on stage to make sure they cover up any mishaps that I may or may not have. Yeah. But like for myself as a singer, I don't like that. I'm like, I have very minimal things. Just make sure that I'm, that the clarity is there and I'll, and I'll perform. And I will agree right. with you, Mike, what you were saying about um, the way people use social media now to blow up their platform. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of different um, ways to do it now, but th- those, if, if you're noticing the famous TikTokers, the TikTokers that are such good singers and they make these crazy viral videos, they're not breaking into the industry well fully. But, right. And the reason being is because they practice for months on that TikTok video right. to make it right. But they use all their production value a, to make the song come out right and then they get it done one time and they may not be real singers. But right. Doja artists. Cat is a big is a big influence in that because she was on TikTok, put out one song, and look where she's at now. I was that's like, a real, wait a minute. That's a real she had a cow art. suit on. Right. But, but it, it goes back to what you were saying. You got to determine on what level or what tier you want to be at. Right. Yeah. A lot of people like TikTok and social media, that's just a whole nother game. Yeah. Right. You can be social media famous and yeah. go do that. Or like you said, if you want to be a Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Usher, or something like that, then yeah, now you got to go work, like put in that work. Yep. That's yeah. that's beyond social <laughs> yeah. media. And there's some there's some you really singers have to have talent at that. Yeah. And I will say, I'm just going to draw it back a little and bit. Ne- and networking, that's important. There are certain singers. Get there. So when I started Aries Entertainment, we were a production company. We were going to do like big shows, get behind groups, and do their media work for them, their marketing for them, branding, and kind of become a studio. That was uh, not a studio, Dang. a radio station, or a, a you know a, an agency that puts out artists, right? right? And so there's very few people I've came into contact that I felt this way. But but just to bring it back to what I was saying to how good DJ is, DJ is so good that if he would allow me, which he won't, he won't really allow me, but if he would allow me to like create an entire production behind him, mm-hmm. he's Who said someone, I wouldn't? He's someone that could go big time. Just because Say like, it again. Who said yeah, that? I, I know, but <laughs> but it would be it would take a lot of work and it would. like I said, I, I know my my friend, I know everything I know about him, right? So I know the mental state you have you to see be he went in. There. I know every. Then he paused. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know I was trying to say this the right way. Yeah, uh, you, I know the mental state you have to be in to put the kind of work in that I'm talking. So a lot of sacrifice. Yeah, so there'll be a lot of sacrifice, and you you would have to be like, 
all right, Mike, let's do it. And then we would, we would go to work and it would become something for the both of us full time. Right. And so, and well, on so my we both part, have just to have the last the five or six years of my life has been nothing but pretty much sacrificing and getting over and trying to make sure my mind is set and right for this, this, that, and the third. So I understand that now where my problem came in before I had to realize that I'm not scared of the work. I don't. Think I was actually right. scared of making it because I didn't know what I was going to do once I get to that point. You know what's so funny? You know how many artists say that? I'm scared that I'll actually make yeah, it. Yeah, because I can, I, can, I can pull people on the platform right now. Obviously, I'm not going to say any names that are known and professional like that. And I'm like, I'm either on par with them or if, or if so, a step above in just the realm of how I sing. Yeah. The, 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 level, that I, the level that I sing at. But not yeah. even just that. I'm also a dancer, and I started dancing before I started singing. Yeah, I know. That and I too. also act, so it's like there's a there's a whole there, and there's a whole thing that that, that it is. Right. On stage L- let me that. jump into that too. Like you're also a very unique sounding singer. You're not mm-hmm. just a good singer. You're also very unique, Thank which you. is what I think is the biggest thing. Um, and and as as I bring that up, I want to play a little game with you. <laughs> kind of, kind of. A, kind, <laughs> Kind of a game. It's not really a game. It's just really like a question and answer. So this is called Music with DJ. And uh, I'm going to let Mike go first, but we got some questions for you. Is that okay? Oh, here we yeah. go. Let me see. So where, where, my first question is, where did where did the love for music come from? Um, I would say it started with me. Uh, me and my mom, when we were younger, when I was younger, when we were younger, when I was younger, everywhere, anywhere that we drove. She was younger, in the car. Too. Yeah, but when I say like, because you said music started with me, she been already knew yeah. at that time. Um, anywhere we went, it was always oldies. Even if it was at home, woke up you on just the weekends. My question with one question. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> woke up in the morning, oldies. Driving in the car, oldies, and then I started getting a love for them in a different way. Like I remember my mom started telling me when I got older. She said, "Shout out to you, mom." She said that uh, there was a uh, one singer that you could never talk about. Mm. And it was Tony Braxton. I don't know why, oh, but wow, she had a unique sound. Right. And she, she no one sounds like her. No, no one does what Tony yeah. does. I love Tony. Right. Yeah, I love Tony. Like, like she just, so she's cute. unique. So that was that one singer. She said on the cassette, the tape, I would play that over and over and over and over and over. And I don't even know where it went, but that was it. My mom would listen. I would sing in front of her. And then she would, she was baffled because she was like, you were so young to be able to sing like right. that. But that oldie style music was just, that's what it is. Because it shows love. It has a, a purpose and a meaning behind their style of right. music versus this day and time, in my eyes. Hey, you know what? Can I say something? Real- Hold on, let me say something real quick. I want to give a shout out to all moms that play oldies for their kids. Oh, yeah. Because okay. if totally. you listen to a lot of our big artists like Jay-Z, his mom introduced the music. Dr. Dre, his mom. Like all of these big artists. Moms it's always the moms it. that, and they always talking about the moms is playing oldies by, and that's yeah. how they got on. Yeah. yeah. Shout I, out to all the moms. Because usually yes. you got to think about it. They were at home. Yeah. The mom was the one that was getting up doing, you know, uh, weekend breakfast, that the exactly. stuff, weekend cleaning the house, and, you know, everybody got into it. They wake you up, get up. Come on, it's time to. That's get when you started. play that Sade, that weekend morning, Saturday okay. morning. Like, whew. play yeah. the sweetest taboo. Yeah. Ordinary love. My, Come on. My, mine was different. Mine, mine was mostly my dad, but I realized like my mom had her little play in it. <laughs> but she, I remember when I, she knew I wanted to sing, my mom was like, go ask your dad because your dad can really sing. So right. it was just her like way of pushing me to get help from him. But um, my mom always loved music. It's just, I, my influence just came from dad. He was like right. the big man. He can guy. sing. Yeah. Man, he really can. Okay, so my question was going to be why the classics. You answered that. And then um, 
I don't have another question, but I just want to highlight some of the stuff you've done. <laughs> How do you not have another question? Well, because they, my question was two parts, and he stole one of them already. How do you steal it? Because I said, "How? Who, wait, why he the, stole it? Me? I said, why the classics? No, he, he already answered. Oh. He, he said it's because it came from his mom. You know, the classics. And, and that's where me and DJ really, like, hit it off. First of all, if you ever listen to DJ sing, you know that it sounds like he has multiple personality disorders. <laughs> that's the first no, of all. Yeah, yeah, he does. Second of all, Second of all, he sings classics, and and my favorite cla- my favorite music is that era. Okay. So like I like, you know, Otis Redding, Donny ha- Donny Hathaway is my favorite singer so, of all time. And so just I to like be clear, it's oldies, and then I also sing classics because right. there's a difference, a difference between the difference. two. Yes. Some people get it mistaken, yes. but I do do both. True. So, well, but what is your favorite um, oldie song? Ooh, can I pick three? Yeah, I can't pick just one. Yeah, Oldies, man, you look at it and say, let me pick 10. <laughs> like a, like a, what was it, like a cassette or something? You know, there's like yeah, 12 yeah, songs yeah. on it. All right, top three, top three. Um, I would say, Because I Love You by Lenny Williams would probably oh be the number one. God. I think you that's do Mike's that, favorite. You do that great. He look, kills that. Yeah, he, I, kills he kills it. Tonight, Today, my bar story is about that song. Okay. So, are you doing these in order or I'm going to do these. The first one is going to be in order. So, that's number one. But the next two, I can't put. Okay. Uh, it would have to be. I probably break up to make up, mm-hmm. and then I'd probably. I almost want to put an MJ song on there, but it's like there's so many of his that are yeah. like you can't See, just pick he's one. He's his own. He's his own. Yeah, his. his own now, if you said favorite artist, then I'd have to be like, all right. But um, this one might throw people off. Wait, but, uh, wait, wait, wait. Back up. Is MJ your favorite artist? He's one of my top three. Okay. He's in, that's a good spot for him. So man. artists, individual artists, yes. Now, if you're talking about- uh, I did not know that. Yes. Well, that's I, if you, Actually, that's interesting, but I have, I have a follow-up question yeah, for that. Yeah, I, I figured, I was like, because I was going to answer and say something, but I was like, let me not jump ahead. Um, I want to say that the third one would probably have to be Woman to Woman by Shirley Brown. Because mm. I remember okay, my, yeah, one yeah. of my older sisters, love her to death, she yeah. played it one time for me, and I was like, who is that? And- my mom was like, "You don't know nothing about this right here." She was like, "This, this, this way ahead of your time." She was like, "This is a, this right. is for the ladies," and I started going out and performing that. And I actually won a competition back in 2017. That was my finale song, oh, wow. and it was nothing because I went. It was a ladies' night that night, so I played the crowd. I was like, "Okay, let me sing this." And at the beginning, you know, it speaks, and I was basically talking oh, yeah. and saying, That's- "This is for the ladies." I'm pretty sure, you know, you guys have been through this at least once. So make some noise if this for y'all. As soon as it started. And they was like, "Ooh!" You know, everybody went and got into it. You know, it's funny. So that was part of my question too. So my my, I wanted to highlight some of the stuff that um, DJ has done, other than the question I was going to ask him. And so, my question, really, second tier question, was: How many competitions have you done, and how many have you won? And what would you say is the biggest one you've done? Because I know you did one that was a little bit uh, on a higher echelon, um, the one that where you flew you flew somewhere for it. Um, that one was in Florida. Florida, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I just so I, I, just I performed. <laughs> I punched the mic. I'm sorry. I slapped the mic. He got I got so excited. Like, I was like, so that was probably one of my top ones that I've done in my life. And that one was because I was in a competition that was online during COVID. And I basically, before everybody started doing this whole, you know, video chat, all these different apps and stuff that they have now that you can do it. I was one of the first back in 2019, 2020 where they had the competition was virtual. Okay. And I had to, that means you couldn't see there, you couldn't be around anybody, you couldn't hear anybody, so you were surprised by everything. So they was like, pick two songs. There was a pick a song, which this is very unusual, but I like the way they did it. Pick a song that explains 
or, or shows your talent and then pick a song that explains who you are. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, that's that's different. Like, that's pick a song different. that explains who yeah. I am. Yeah. So I just recently went through something and I decided to pick, it was a, a MJ song, well, She's Out of My Life. And then I did um, Prince's, funny enough, them hand in hand, I did Prince's, um, oh my God, not Purple Ring. What is the other one? Um, Little Red Corvette. That's fine. Don't gotta be beautiful. Oh, oh, kiss, kiss. kiss. Yeah. I did that one, and that was my finale song for that, and I won. And then you became the champion, and then I had to go to the All Stars, where all the champions go against each other, and I won that. So it was sixteen champions from their each season, and I was right. season ten winner. And then I went that, and then they flew me out to Florida. And I was like, this is the first time I've ever been flown out for like you know something like that. So I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What's going on? And they were like, when you get here, you're going to perform at Playlist Live. And I was like, what, what, what is Playlist Live? It's where Meet Me at the time um, tagged Snap, uh, was it Snapchat, Instagram, all of these places. These The owners and the main people of those apps, they okay. come out. They fly out and you get to talk to all of them. Oh, that's You get to cool. meet them and party yeah. with like these big wigs, like YouTube famous people. And I was, I thought out of place. Because I was like, I want a show in a contest, but... These people have YouTube channels with three point this million. And I was like, I don't have that. I have like 600,000 followers on this thing that I'm on. And then it's like, they look at you. It was like, first thing they ask, how many followers you have? I was like, oh God, six, 600,000. Wow. Like, it is so like that. No, Jesus. but it's, it's interesting though. Oop, look, I didn't hit the mic. It's interesting. So I only had that. But then once they put me on a perform, I grasped everyone's attention. Right. As soon as it started. And they were like, I watched everyone kind of go from by the pools and they're coming in and they're gathering around. They're like, oh my gosh. And then like the people I was friends with on the actual app were like, yeah, that's my friend. We've been, yeah, yeah, y'all are new. And it was real cool. And that was a really big thing. It was a big payout for that. It was great. But then because due to COVID, I was supposed to go to like a show afterwards and get it going. But COVID kind of ruined a lot of stuff. Ruined a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Yeah. Makes sense. So how many um, contests would you say you've done? In what time frame? Uh, let's just say in the last five years. No, no, last five years. Because really the last five years has been different. Oof. <laughs> okay, so I would just throw out a number. Probably uh, non-professional competitions, probably like several, uh, probably like seven or eight. And I've been at 12 professional competitions. Okay, that's, that's the answer I want. And then, then the other thing, too, is I, I know we highlighted music, but in the industry itself, I know you, I want to say, was it after COVID or before? I can't remember when it was, but I remember you did stuff in TV for a little while, mm-hmm. too. Um, how much stuff did you do with that? And didn't you work, you danced on something big, too, for that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you say? So, on American Song Contest... Was, was a show that came out a couple of years ago, um, and that was NBC. That was one of the bigger things for me. I was so that was one of my first. I remember when you were doing that. That shit was cool. Oh my gosh! I can't, like to this day I still cheese over it because it's like we got there and I was like I didn't know what exactly to do because it's been a uh, quite a few years since I've been in that. When we got there, I had to do the pilot for the show and like the intro for the actual once it started going, and I got to meet a lot of people, a lot of singers and performers around. But when I did that, it was like all over the pilot and intro. You you see me, and I was like, oh, my God, is that really me on there? Is that, like, really TV? And I started going places, and people were like, didn't I see you? Haven't we known? And I'm like, yeah. Right. Um, and then you were saying something that I danced on. So there was a show, and not many people know unless they know me. You know this. Um, 
Now, there was a show that was on uh, TV. It's uh, Shake It Up Chicago. There was one that I auditioned to be on. And there was a guy named Rashawn Fagan, and I met him, and he was really cool. And then he told me about some other events that I can go do. He was like, you know World of Dance. I was like, yeah, I'm a performer, but I'm also a battler. So I do a battle style of dance, and I also do choreography. Mm. Right. So he brought me up to one of them, and I started performing, and I was able to actually perform at the World of Dance due to him. That's so cool. Yeah. That's cool. And, and so you... What what is what is your next step? What do you want to do next in the in, in the industry or out of the Wait industry? Wait a minute! Did you still just steal my question? Who <laughs> just literally stole my oh, question? No, you can do the. I mean, you asked oh, the question. I answered what? his question. Listen, look, it's that's back true, and forth now. That's true. Actually, <laughs> it did say Mike, but I didn't read it all the way. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, I w- there was something else I wanted to bring up before I say like what is next for you. It's just, but. But you have to answer what is next first, anyways. So that's that's why. I well, did you it. should anyways. know which one of them is because we uh, we kind of spoke about it. Um, hopefully next year, towards the beginning, right after my birthday, I'll, I'll be thirty two next year. So Yo. I think I'll be going to. Bye. I think I'll <laughs> say it again. You can't. You can't say it. Look. Don't say it. <laughs> okay. Because I'll say how old you are. All right, pop, pop. Keep playing. I'll get you um, cane for you in a minute. Just I set playing. myself up. <laughs> you should go. I continue. <laughs> I think that I want to audition for the voice. Was something that we spoke about, and I have kind of made up my mind now. That'd be cool. You should. And you know, there's obviously you, you, your, your family. Where you guys are all be there with me because yeah. without y'all don't know this, but without Mike's family, this Mike, without his whole family, whatnot, I probably wouldn't be where I'm sitting now and in such a positive mind frame that I have. Mm-hmm. Been through a lot, but yeah, it'd be the voice, and then I'm also going to be auditioning for more. Uh, Hulu and Netflix originals because I'll have uh, the means to do so. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be trying to go back into that and doing a little bit more acting because I think that's where my singing, my dancing, all well, my other skills in. can be showed all together. Right, right. I, I, love to that. I think you'd be perfect on camera to be honest with you. And oh, yeah. and I, like I said, I, I'll go back to it a little bit. I brought up the production thing that I, I, I mean, even if it's just a project, I really would like to start a project with you this year. Maybe and I'm obviously not going to be in, in it like that. Just me. Maybe get a musician with you to create a little duo or something where you could do stuff locally. I think you would love that. I think you'd kill it. Um, seeing so Sade do it this last week gave me the idea in the first place. Like you should be doing stuff live <laughs> because you're not a karaoke singer. I love you, but you're not. Um, I just use that for you, practice. No, no, I know. And and don't get me wrong. No, that is a great practice. But too. he put he puts on an actual <laughs> show. Yes. He just don't just get up here. Yes, and wait till sing. you like hear he my. Put, wait till like I tell he, you about my bar story. But so <laughs> let me let me give you. I got a question. A, a question for you. Um, who would you love to sit down with, dead or alive? Ooh, I what? like alive. that. Dead, dead or, or alive? alive. Who, who, if you had the chance to sit down with, with anybody, anybody, oh my god, that you? is a loaded question. That is. Don't me don't be writing on questions like you know me. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do me that. Hey man, don't get me. I'm good at my job. But do you man. mean like which way do you mean? Do you mean like? Anybody? Or you mean like an artist? Or Any, a anybody could be a famous person. It could be like a. I have two, or just one. Yeah, just one. No, give me two. Uh, Robin Williams would be the first one. Oh my yeah. God, that like is that. that is not something I thought you would say. Um, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why first. I'm not surprised by that. But go ahead. Um, because I started doing what he did because I heard his story. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams was one of the only and one of the only few actors from the beginning that was not famous because of his acting. Right. And he exactly. started and he walked from city to city, state to state on his feet to get roles. And he would do this, one, right. not this one, go to this one, this one. And he did not mm-hmm. never, ever, ever, ever give up. But he also was a person that 
I remember saying in one of his interviews said, you know, always check on your friends that are smiling and happy all the time. Right. And then he was one of the first people who started putting out there and telling them the people that are the happiest, usually the saddest at the end of the day. And I feel that greatly because a lot of people see me and, you know, put myself on the kind of like, I smile. I'm, I'm always vibing. what they say, put together. Mm. I never, what is it? What is, um, it was a guy that told me the other day, he was like, not a hair out of place. Right. I'm like, yeah, but that is a lot of stress to put on too. You have to always look right or yeah. sound right or come off and be positive and be good. But he was like that. He was always this amazing actor. And then look what happened right. to him. No one ever really checked on him because no one really knew what the problems were. And that's usually with like with most men. Yeah. But men's, uh, you know, I was, I was watching a last po- checked. I was watching a podcast just recently about that. And like I said, I, I think I told you, Mike, we talked about this maybe on the podcast that, um, the way men are raised and it was a woman that was talking about this, which is really funny. She was just saying we're raised a certain way with a bunch of pressure and it's never, it is. it's always overlooked. It's always overlooked. Uh, uh, men aren't supposed to be, uh, you know, mentally stressed out or have emotions or, or any of that stuff because it gets, it gets looked at in a bad light for whatever reason it always right. has. And so I like that you said that because it's so true. It's never checked enough. And yeah. Robin Williams was a big hit. He really, he was a big, big hit when he yeah. lost him. The way we did, um, him having mental health issues for years being unchecked, like that, that kind of stuff just makes me sad. Because I don't know if you guys know this, he's one of my favorite of all yeah. time. Yeah. That and is everything that's he did, awesome comedian. At, he was just a wild, wild character, yeah. you know. And so, but there's a reason why, like, I brought him up with that because him playing the genie inside of Aladdin, people didn't realize the out of all of his acting and doing the voice, the voices for a character that one got like the most praise out of most of his stuff that he's done because at that time he was going through something that was drastic but you could hear it in the way that he was rapping or singing and doing his parts he was really putting it in there right yeah so because uh, I know you want to move on to the next segment because uh, we're almost out of, out of time but uh, who, is the, who is the next one real quick um it's kind of hard I, I almost wanted to say MJ because I said remember I said Michael yeah. Jackson earlier uh, but it was it's actually Whitney Houston Whitney? Okay. Whitney's a good one, too. Yeah. The reason is just to keep it short. Um, what she went through and who she went through that her thing is with. Yeah. And as a performer, there's not a woman alive now or that will probably ever be that has her range and the way that she sings with her. Like people like to say, like ring IQ and boxing with her with her singing IQ and how she yeah. does things. It's she's it's blasphemous how good she is. Well, I'm like, what, what she did is she. She's like an MJ. She's like a M, like Michael Jordan. Yes, right. You know, yeah. she did something, and everybody followed suit. And there's yeah. some people that I that maybe got better than her, got to a spot where you could say um, they're better or like above her uh, technically. But the truth is, they all they all banked off of her. They all saw how she did it, and they took it and ran with it. And don't get me wrong, Mariah was right there with her too. Like yeah. they both were kind of doing the same thing around the same time, but. Whitney came first and you saw Mariah come on and kind of literally bang off of what she did in a different direction, but very similar. And, but you see, there's, there's something with me with that, with the whole Mariah thing. Like there's a woman that I follow. That's actually a, um, real big for me. Her name is Shantae Moore. Yeah. And she just, if y'all haven't heard it, Shantae Moore, it's all right. I'm telling you, it'll, it'll put you in a whole different mindset around. Yeah. yeah. And with, with Whitney, Whitney still to this day, Speaking of performances at a game, she still has one of yes. the, if not the top, top 
um, Star Spangled Banner I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She and it was live. And, and people, people always say, oh, like like these new people come out and we'll do it and they'll say, oh, was this good? And I'm like, no, it's trash. Mariah did like, pretty right. good like, too on hers a long time ago. I remember seeing, but Whitney still. I yeah. don't know. Whitney, Whitney is just a totally different animal. Whitney's yeah. was my favorite until Chris Stapleton last year. And now... Chris Stapleton killed his to a different way. And I like men's voice a little bit more. So he might edge her out. But Whitney was the, was the, uh, what's that called? The, she was, what's, the, I can't even think of the word. She was she the set pinnacle. The plateau yeah, like she's that, the, yeah. she, yes, she's the platform. She's yeah. what everybody was trying to reach. And I hadn't seen too she many people the get bar. over that. She set, yeah. the she set the bar. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. We, we, we did a lot of music with DJ. I love it. <laughs> no, but, that's great because he's, he's very talented. Well, both of you guys I mean, know a lot of music too, so it's yeah. like it's easy to be able to speak about that's that. That's true. And, and plus, like I said, what I was saying about the music thing, that's, yeah, something, that, that's something that me and, he, me and him connected on right away because right. I started giving him songs that I wanted him to sing. Stuff I love. Like, I, I love, I don't know, I love me and Mrs. Jones. And I was like, I, DJ saying at one time I was like that's it you know I'm going to give you like five million songs like I'm going to give you songs to do all the time and you can ask him I give him songs all the time from that older generation that older era we both love Alan Stone right. oh my if you God. don't know Alan Stone like, we, we, were, we were listening to Alan Stone before he, he went big on America's uh, American Idol he didn't win American Idol but as soon as they brought him on here his stardom like kind of got bigger because he was but why is it people like that he that was are really better in their their year that they audition. I don't think anybody was better than him. No. No. I was uh, like, how did he not what, win? What's funny is that a, a contestant went on the show two years before he ever went on American Idol and sang his song. And you watched him explode all of a sudden. Then Alan Stone last year goes on this thing and does it live and he's better than all the contestants for reals. You guys, Alan Stone, unaware. I'm just dropping knowledge. That's, Y'all check that out. That one right there? That a... Anyways... So let's go past the music. Let's get in some bar stories because this is a, this is another side of DJ I want to get people to know. And we 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 really are flying through the time here. And I didn't realize how long we talked on subjects, but um, let me get into this because I got some great stories. I got some me me and Mike got some great <laughs> stories today. So let's get into it. Uh, Mike, actually, tell I, your actually, story first. I, actually, I don't even. Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't really have. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't have a cool bar. <laughs> What's up, Marty fucking McFly? Marty McFly. Marty. Marty. I like how, I like, I like how he just stalled behind us. Like, yeah, he was like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Yeah, I was like, go uh-oh. ahead, go ahead. You good, you go good, ahead. you good, you got it. Go ahead. Go ahead, hey, y'all, this is the real bar that we had, so you're going to get that sometime. Yes, yeah, live. Have, we are live. We're going to have our people That's come and say be. what's up to us. Okay, Anyways, so Mike, I don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't have a bar story this week. I know I wrote something down, but it's not funny. It's not nothing. It just, you know what? It's a bar story. I think I'll tell my story. Well, because I, you know why? Because you, you let me tell my story, then you tell your no, story. Because okay, this is going to connect to it. It's going to connect to it. You're going to tell. I'm going to tell you why. Because we're going to make we're going to make some jokes about some stuff. Okay. And we're going to have. But see, life. I don't even feel like I want to talk about that because people talk, say I'm. I'm People are going to start saying that I talk about this subject too much. And I well, feel like, but go ahead, go, okay, go, ahead, go ahead. Okay, okay, all right. Fuck it. It's Do we care? Fucking Do we though. care yeah. if anybody says me that? Yeah, who I cares? I'm gonna need me another drink though. though. Yeah, I'm gonna need another drink. Bartender, bartender, bartender. <laughs> what? What is? What's his, what is? What is on the show? But scratcher, but scratcher, but scratcher. Can we get uh, Woodrow, please? We need one more drink here. Uh, can I ask a live the question Woodrow to reserve. the audience? How were the, the wings? Wood, Woodrow Reserve. How are the wings? Fire. Were the wings okay? Were the wings okay? Wings. Okay. Yeah, they was All like, right. huh? You talking to us? Yeah. <laughs> they was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but you got to be honest, though. No, 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 no
Fire. I love the, I love the heat rub ones. See, Anyways, pre- um, so let's get into this bar story real quick. Right, go ahead, uh, go ahead. Tell you, sir. So I had to bring up this bar story because he's on the show, right? I Just recently, I went to one of uh, Mr. DJ's contests here. Why are you making a face, though? It wasn't that one. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. You just drink. Oh, was it Fireball? She did no. Fireball. No, what, what, what I know, but what did she just give you? Oh, Bet you it's Fireball. Woodford. It's okay. It's it's okay. Oh, I want Woodford, please. Ooh. Okay. That hit real nice. Oh, wait. Hold on. Warmed up the voice. Dang, maybe, we, maybe we do let you sing. Okay. Right, tell your story. Go ahead. Okay, so I go to the contest uh, the DJ is going to be in, and it just so happens oh that uh, he's karaoke. He's doing a karaoke contest at a at a bar out here. I, should I say the name? Yeah, uh, sh- yeah, yeah. Shout okay. it out. Okay, I shout it out. I, I went to go watch this contest at, at Exotico. Yes. Now Exotico out oh. here uh, is a gay bar. Um, if you didn't know, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't have like a ton of experience going to gay bars, but I like I'm so I do. I'm totally secure with myself. I do. Um, I've gone before. I've had a good time and never had no problems. I shouldn't. Talk um, about this. but what I went, I had, I wanted to bring this story up specifically because I was like a little bit, um, what's the word? Shocked. I guess is a better, word, better term. I'm trying to hold it in, um, bro. I get there and like they had dancers, go go dancers, and wait, everything. So, wait, so you, did did you know it was a gay bar before you walked in? Yes, okay. yes, I did. But, I, but you're the name Exotico. I yeah. didn't know when someone took me. Girl. Yeah, I I did know, I did know because the, the place that it was has been a gay bar for a long time. Okay. But um, anyways, I went gay bar. It was awesome. Thank you. And uh, Mr. DJ sang that the Lenny Williams song that he brought up. And when I say he tore the whole house down. I mean, like I got videos and everything, and it be, like there was no doubt about it. He was so much better than all the other singers. Like if they don't give him the money for this contest. First of Wait, all, can mean. I just I just want to add this in real quick okay. because they were doing that at the end. You know, obviously I'm a I'm with anything, whether win or lose of games or anything. I'm a very good sport. Yeah, but at the end, like he said, his words, not mine. Tear the house down. When I tell you, everybody in there stood up and dang near ran to the stage and was screaming. You couldn't hear anything. They broke the sound barrier in there. Okay. And it was that loud. Then they were like, "Was well, it DJ or is it this person? Is it DJ or is it this person? They did like four times. I'm sitting there like. Bro, it's DJ. The whole crowd is yelling. Like, I can't scream no more, yeah. first of all. And second of all, like, it's not even close. No, but then the guy that I was singing against was just like, you got it. Like, I don't know what they're doing. And I was like, right. it's okay. I was like, look, you got to give anticipation. Right. And he was just like. And then he, at one point, he even told me, he said it to me. That's why he was whispering to me. He said, Oh my God. He was like, This is upsetting me. He was like, Because now I feel dumb. And I'm like, No, I was like, Man, it's just about you enjoy yourself. You did good. You have your fun. Yeah. But continue. I'm sorry. Anyways, I just had to add that. So we, we watched the, the, the reason why I wanted to bring it was because, like, it was just funny. Like, there was some wiener in my face, like, the whole time. I was like, <laughs> Did I'm going to say the word wiener. Yes, listen. I'm, listen. I'm eye oh level. Oh my God. Look, look there's, a, a, there's, a, there's a small square area where they were wow. doing the singing, and I was like, I'm going to sit front row. Well, I oh sat front God. row, and like, right when I sat front row, I mean, immediately, all of a sudden, this dude comes out in like the skimpiest underwear I've ever seen a guy wear ever. Okay. And like, the worst part is I sat down and I saw that I sat down and I saw a box and I saw, I saw the box and I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't think nothing of it. And then the guy climbed up on the box and I was like, oh, <laughs> so this guy's asshole and dick was in my face but for wait. the entire night. Like, but wait, can I ask you a question? Wait, wait, let me, wait, wait. I'm oh, no, sorry. I gotta wait, ask you're him a killing question. me. You're killing I gotta me. ask him a question. 
Why you just didn't move, Mike? Because, because I was front row and it area, was packed. All, everything you couldn't move? Was packed, everything else was you I couldn't move at all. I mean, I could. But you couldn't move at all, my boy. If I, I moved. I did ask them from where we were sitting. I was like, can we switch the dancers? Because there, I had... They uh, did have a girl there. dancer. I was like, can at one you dance point, and switch guy. the area? Because I'm like, you got your right. whole taint in people's face. And what's face. even funnier, what's, so, even funny, what's okay. even funnier about this whole story is that as the guy gets up there and dancing, I don't know why... This guy was five foot four. Don't know why he was so small. Oh, he was damn near a midget, okay? And I couldn't tell at first because I was like staring at where DJ was getting ready to sing, right? And he gets up in my peripheral and I just see him pop up and I just see dick and balls, <laughs> right? So I see him and I don't think nothing of it. When this man hopped down off the box, he was almost the same height as the goddamn box. And let me just tell oh, you, man. this guy was feeling DJ. Dude. He was legit. Listen to me. He was legitimately... Feeling DJ. So every time DJ would come by, just check on me, see, because he always would, hey, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, because I want to make sure my friends are yeah. good. You're in a place where everybody, like, look, yeah. mind you, mind you, Mike's not gay. Mike has a whole family and all this, and he's sitting there, and then it's funny to me in my head because <laughs> I am the best gay friend, but I'm, I'm a totally different breed. So I'm watching, I look across the bar, and Mike's just like walking around, and then like this dude sitting there, just everything's moving. Mike's just like, <laughs> Oh my God, I'm trying to. And then I come over, like, are you good? And as soon as I come over, Mr. Five Foot is right there, just. I'm like, oh, hello, hi. Say hello. He's like talking to, hello. I was like, bro, stop <laughs> hello. it. Stop it. So, so anyways, when DJ came over first, he sat down and talked to me. Whatever. He's like, okay, this guy's kind of cute. And then I was like, okay, cool. I was like, yeah, he's dancing all up in my face. And he's like, yeah, I saw that. And he's like, he's like, Mike, you're doing really good. Like not, you know, freaking out about it. I'm like, yeah. Anyways, he walks away. DJ, if you ever see him in a club or bar, he does not sit still. It's very rare. In fact, here he sits a little bit more still because you don't want to lose your seat. Don't but, say it like I'm in kindergarten. But, not sit but still. He, he's like, <laughs> like he's like this group of friends, this group of friends. He's the chameleon. He's like he's got groups. But of you got to realize his networking as a performer. Right, right. So, anyways, DJ, every time he would leave and then come back, he would stop and have a little dance session with this guy right in front of me. Like so, they were just having that. So that was ha- that was happening. Uh, man, it was crazy. It was crazy, but it was good. It was a good time. It okay. was funny. Funniest part about the story: guess who went with me? Ooh. Ty. Oh, and now yeah. Ty. Ty okay. is a. Compl- I love you, Ty. You listen, and I love you. But you are. A compl- he's a complete goofball because he. You can. He was like, Mike. I can't move. I was like, bro, it's just a wiener. You can look to your no, left. No, it's fine. no. Then Ty said he was like. He was like. But it's looking at me. <laughs> like, he was like, it's just there. And then he made a joke because throughout the night goes on, you know, we're having some drinks. Ty, I love you to death, but I got to say it because I told you I was going to say it. He was like, I get that he's wearing it. He was like, but why is it just erect? Like, it's just there. And I was like, Ty. And he was like, it's, he's like 5'4". It's like, it's a problem. Why? It's just... I was like, no. I was like, well, he's on like a three-foot box and he's 5'4", yeah, so right. he's rating your face. D- DJ, when he climbed up the box, DJ was like, Oh man! I was like, "What?" Because like, we were like this. He's he was like, "I box. really thought he was. I thought he was taller. I didn't realize I was like dancing with." Yeah, the he gets off the box and he's right here, and I was like, "Oh, little Paquito!" Like, oh, oh, oh. Right, like. So I, I got to tell my story because <laughs> it, it actually goes mirrored with the, your story. Okay. So um, I used to go to the Abbey a lot. You know, you know, Abbey a lot. With oh my, my with my, with my uh, Do you know about the Abbey? Yeah, of course he knows about the Abbey. Okay, see, I don't even he, go there he, anymore he's because a, he's like oof. he tells me the other day. Oof. I used to go to the Abbey all the time. It's cool. He was like, what "The hell's the Abbey?" He's like, "You never Girl. been to the Abbey, Mike?" No, yeah. so no. Why would I, I know go, about the Abbey? <laughs> I, I used to go because I, I was in the lifestyle, right? So I used to go with my wife. Wait, uh, I'm. You was you in just, the who? You just confused. Oh, okay, whole okay. Entire pineapple. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, but he, that's down. not the way he said it. Yeah, but like, that's he what he told meant. me that the Abbey was a gay <laughs> bar. And then he literally what? just said he went to the Abbey and he because he used to be in the lifestyle. Right. I was like, well, well all you folks out there upside down you like boys. I knew you like boys. Can I finish my story? And first of all, let's not start that rumor. Because motherfuckers take shit and run with it. Yeah, don't do them that. So, no, a lot of swinger couples and people in the lifestyle, they will go to places like that, like me and wife, and we'll pick up women there. There's a lot of bi women hang out there. Yeah. So. We, we just say upside down pineapple. All right. Anyways, I went there a couple of years ago with okay. our friend um, D'Angelo. Because it was it. his birthday. So it was me, D'Angelo, and a, is another boy of ours. Is D'Angelo or is it just oh, Angelo? Well, I didn't want to put him on blast. <laughs> Stupid ass. Dang. Damn, Mike. Hush. Busted. <laughs> 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 Say it. Say it again. Say what you say. Anyway, we, we took him there for his birthday. Um, first of all, a lot of straight people hang out at Abbey and right there in Santa Monica because this is fun as fuck. Like, motherfuckers over there know how to party. Oh, no, we be getting it. No, they know how to party, <laughs> no, party over there. But anyways, so, um, fuck you. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 right, look at me little notes. Anyway, so we're sitting at, we're outside on a patio, right? And next to our table, uh, next to our table was a, a dancer, like a dancer pole, right? Yeah. For the go-go dance or whatever. And obviously, you know, guys dancing or whatever. We sat next to the one where it was this cute girl. <laughs> Mike. Right? So it was a cute girl dancing. And we was like, okay, cool. But you Mike. know how they switch like every 20 minutes. All of a Son sudden. Of a bitch. All of a sudden when they switched, this little 12-year-old boy jumped on the fucking pole. With tidy whities on, and you should have heard. Those are tidy whities, sir. Those are D'Angelo. D'Angelo looked around, and was like, "Boy, where your mama at?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said it, and that was the first, and it went through my head. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, parental I, advisory." I promise you, it, it was his little exactly ass dude. Sound. Boy, where your mama? No at? shirt and just tidy whities. And he looked like he was 12 years old. And yeah, man, that shit was funny as fuck. It was like, why are you at our table? Like, like you couldn't go to the yeah, other side of the bar? Like it was seven Dang. other boxes, motherfucker. He said, boy, where your mama at? And no, D'Angelo really said that. That shit was happening. Man, we were dying. That is hilarious because that's exactly, I heard D'Angelo's voice. D'Angelo's voice. Where your mama at? Yeah, he said it like that too. That like, if you can imagine him. Well, and uh, by the way, I just want to correct your story. That's not whitey tidies or tidy whities. Those are those are called tadun tadun's when you're a little kid. No, tadun tadun's. No, tadun tadun. How you add a T U to a word? I can say it how I want. Bye bye. It's tadun 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 tadun. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, the rest of the night after we left the bar, Angelo big ass. Wait, Angelo's big ass gets on one of those electric bikes. Did he fall? No, you know how oh the Abbey is on like a hill. What I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. You already know. He gets on electric bike, right? He don't know what a brace is. Worry. He don't know what a brace is. So all you hear is, move, bitches, move. It's a black man coming. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he ran into the bushes. <laughs> hey, wait. That's not funny because them bushes be having roses hey. and stuff and them. I know he probably <laughs> fell and forgot. We was like running after trying to help him and shit, but he, we was laughing so hard like we couldn't run fast because oh he was like, "Move, bitches! Black man coming!" Like, <laughs> Which, if I would have been riding that and hey. then couldn't find the the brakes, I'd have been like, "Check, please." But Angelo, no. no, he was so lit. 
He was drunk as fuck. <laughs> Isn't that normal? Well, yeah, but that shit. For per usual, per usual. So that was my story. Angela, don't hate me. Per usual. What, right. what about you, DJ? You got a you got a bar story for us? It can be short. It can be sweet. I have you want. something that was before you um, got Alchemy Row that I wanted to bring up because I don't like the smile. It's something. Can I do it? And it might be a little. It might be a little trouble. It's a little trouble. It has to do with myself, but. So when this bar was uh, Ruben's, it was uh, right before, right actually when COVID was getting ready to start, before it started. I said getting ready to start like it was planned. Anyways, um, before I started, and I was here one night, and I was here with two buddies that are a part of a band. Uh, one of them's Runaway. Uh, it's one of the drummers. And we were out here hanging out, had a couple drinks. And I guess someone had a little too much to drink and was upset because it was another Game out like myself that came in and was trying to holler at one of my friends, and he was not for it. So I was, I told him like, I'll just let him be. Like he's not about that. You're trying to be respectful. Right. Now here's the difference, and this is why I tell people I'm cut from a different fabric than most people in my lifestyle. Because I'm not gonna bother you. I'm not gonna push nothing on you. And then if you, you don't like it, I'm not gonna get mad at you and then try to fight you for it. Two reasons I'm not gonna fight you for it. Because one, you're probably not ready to fight me. And then two, I feel like that's just ignorant. Yeah. So. I'm not going to mention any names, but the individual tried to fight with me here. And that night I ended up my first time ever going to jail. I was wondering if this is where you're going with it. Yeah. Cause I was like, do we, do we bring up DJ's fight stories? If you don't know, like DJ is avid, avid. <laughs> I will just say train. I'm not going to say any more than that. Cause we don't need to go into all that, yeah. but he can fight. I mean, if most people know I'm a, I'm a Chicago boy. And you know, if you know anybody that's from out there in that area or New York or, you know, Atlanta, certain areas, most of us either grew up fighting, subtracting the lifestyle part, because that's the only reason why I actually really get into fights. No one ever gets in fights with me because they don't like me. Right. They're just like, oh, when you're a game, you're an easy target. I'm like, mm, That's not a good I'm reason. I'm like, baby, right. let me tell you something about me. You're going to go ahead and do that. When you wake up, you go ahead and just let me know how you feel about that now. But what ended up happening is it started in here. Long story short, it and headed out to the front jail. door, and I would have never fought him. If he would have never spit on me, because he hawked his mouth, oh, yeah. hawked a loogie, because he couldn't hit me. Swung a couple times, and I was like, I was like, this is not what you want. Like, you know, just walk away, leave it be. And right. he hawked and he spit on me. When he spit on me, it flipped a switch. And I mean, oh, if yeah. anybody, male, woman, no matter if they're gay, straight, whatever, I know anybody out there that's listed as today is going to be like, you spit on me, baby. That's worse. That's the worst thing you can do to somebody. That's yeah. disgusting. In oh, Japan, if you spit on the ground, you go to jail. Yeah. Right. Like, huh? Well, and, and and spitting is assault either way. Yeah, but and, now it's even more so. Because yeah. after COVID, it's, it's a threat to a, someone's life because, you, you know, you can yeah. give somebody something that they can die from. I was now, on the jury for a spit case. They do not play. Yeah. I was on the, I was yeah. a juror on a spit case and it was a inmate spitting on a spit on a guard. And well, he got a lot of extra time just for spitting on a guard and his ass beat. Yeah. Because both things are going to happen. Yeah. But so, yeah, it went from that and to end that, to end the whole little fight thing, it just, we was outside now, mind you, I hit him one time because I'm in. It's all it takes. Uh, there was another person I'm going to mention the name. Um, KJ Aliza, love her to death. I met her in a competition years ago. She is amazing. She, really um, is. she was there that night out front when it happened, and it happened to be someone that she used to be cool with at the time. That's right. That's right. I remember this guy. This guy, The guy that he's talking about, too, is also very, he could get drunk, and he was very rude. Yeah, and his MO was like he would get into it with you, and then he would. Want starts up with you, and if you did something, he would call the police on you, which he did to me. And I ended up going to jail for that. And then when things got figured out and all that, they realized he was wrong. 
he got in trouble for it. And I was like, but that's what doesn't take back my time of me having to be like, I ain't never been in jail. I was like, even that's, though that's I fight, what is that, That's the problem with, with fighting PTSD? in general. PTSD? The, the problem heck? with fighting in general is even if you're in the right, if you put your hands on somebody, you are at risk to get in trouble. But that's no, why it's dangerous. But the problem and the reason why the stuff is still to this day, we have something minor that's going on that we're dealing with is because not only did they not get any um, information from anybody, once they came to him and they and they seen what he looked like, because I hit him once, what ended up happening is I knocked, I guess, some teeth out of his mouth and he had to have like a small surgery or whatever because he had, um, it shattered his like, was it cheekbone underneath the orbital socket for the, yeah. for the eye? And they looked at me when they came to my house because he knew my actual name from somebody. But yeah, he did that and they came and they arrested me and I was like, they took me to jail. I was in underwear. No socks, no shoes. I was like, hello. Um, were they, were they, were they <laughs> Um, No, I wear silk and satin stuff. Don't play me. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was that and mind you, the funny part is I ended up in jail getting into a fight and um, I have, actually I have the mark above my eye from it because they put me in the wrong area. Because they did it, and then they shipped me out, and I went out, let's just say, to my next facility. Um, but I was like, how did y'all not know I was gay? I got acrylics on my fingers, and I had my hair braided up in a ponytail. Yeah. They're like, oh, we, we, we didn't know. Are you slow? <laughs> like, I, yeah. But yeah, it, it is what it is. That's crazy, yeah. though. I, I remember that story, and I remember you know, <laughs> we were obviously already you know pretty good friends when all that happened. I just remember, like, dang, man, it sucks, because... You know, I've gotten into some stuff out here with people just because drinking or whatever. And I don't drink, but I'd always get into it with somebody who's been drinking or whatever. Yeah. And, and like, I'm always scared of that. And that's why people are like, why, why, why did you do something to that guy? I was like, because it's just, it's, it's a lot easier to walk away yeah. and not let him yeah. get my energy like that. Um, but sometimes it's, sometimes you can't help it. P.S. Mike's helped you, me with a lot with that because I don't fight as much as I used but, to. But but here's the thing: all. the truth is, if someone spit on me, I it would be reactory at that point. Yeah, yeah like I, I didn't even. I like hit I hit him, him and instantly after I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, Can I, I was just like, say something too? Like this has got nothing to do with like how good he is or nothing like that. But have you seen how big, how big DJ's hands are? Oh yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to get hit, hit by, by him. Yeah, I mean, like he got these big mitts, bro. Yeah. Like, Anyways, and you know I'm a fight. I'm a fight yeah. enthusiast. So it's funny. Like I sometimes tell somebody, "No, I'll just walk away. It's not worth it." But I'm like, but in a, a little part of me is like, but I do want to watch it. <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, okay. it's like I don't want you to get in trouble. I don't want you to fight. Yeah. But it would be good to see that. Yeah, How about we go to a gym? Like, like, like that's the other thing too about DJ. He's not just outlandish or like because he's gotten into it before, right? With people I know and all that stuff. But 99 percent of the time. I, maybe even a hundred percent of the time, it's always to some idiot who no one will who who will just let get away with it, like get away with it, get away. And with I it. think that's my and problem. DJ does not let you get away with that. Like you can't be bullying people, making fun. It doesn't matter if you're talking about like, especially if it's somebody he's close to, like me. He'll hear one thing about me and he'll react, and I'm like, bro, don't even worry. Yeah. We're just talking. He's like, no, bro, they can't be talking like that. I'm like, yeah, like I will never say any names of people yeah. because I feel like that's just messy and like I'm a better person than that. But I will say if it's like Mike's my best friend and this right here is like my brother. So it's like if these people are close to me and I hear you say something, but then you're also smiling and acting like they're cool in your face. I'm not about to play that game because guess what? Excuse my language, but I'm okay with being the bitch. I'm okay with being the asshole. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. You want to know why? Because I'm already looked at as this, this, that, and the third. That's fine. Yeah, but, but you're not you about have... to talk about this person who does a lot, not just for you, for the community, and a lot of stuff that's in the background that a lot of people don't talk about. Like, he doesn't have to talk about it. Mm. But his wife, which has been on the show, JP, 
she does a lot of stuff for the community too, she, like all the time, helping people, volunteering for this and that, giving to people that don't have. Shout out to and then Mike, Love. Yes, yeah. and then Mike also does it. But then for people to be like, well, they don't, and they, I don't like that. Like, yeah. and I'm not that kind of person. And I do a lot for the community too, but I'm not one that runs around like, oh, well, look what I do. Right. <laughs> no, I just do it and I sit back. Yeah. But yeah, you can't you can't be foul or anything to people that I care about because I've been bullied right. in the past. And because I've dealt with that, I gotta bullies stuff, you gotta be it gotta be nipped in the bud. If right. I stop that now, then I know you ain't gotta worry about it before. Like I tell people all the time, I've never had to fight the same person twice or get into it with the same I got, person. Man, twice. we should come up with we should have a whole episode just on bully stories because hmm. I got some of the oh, funniest yeah, got, bully got, stories, bro, where like a bully learns his lesson. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Yes. You know, like I mean I got I got some good ones. I'll, I got some good stories I'll have to bring up. But um, like, Yeah, I'm gonna have to bring me back for that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um but we do gotta speed up a little bit. We yeah, are we are up there in time, and so okay. every episode of the show we come up with a bar rule. Hmm. So each of you do uh, yeah, yeah, we each come with a bar rule. Eventually, we're gonna go back and write all these down and do like a little a little manuscript or something about about bar rules. But yeah. my bar rule this week is: please clap and tip your entertainment. I mean, like like these guys come even if they're not the best or not your favorite that you ever heard. It doesn't matter. Just just give them some appreciation. Right. It takes a lot to get up there in every direction. It takes a lot of uh, time and effort to really be able to Mm-mm. do what they do, and if it's if it's not good, that's 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 neither here nor there. Right. You know, they're up there, they're doing right. their thing. Give them appreciation, clap and take care of them. And, and and the tipping part is like, don't forget, a lot of these guys they work for tips. These our bar, these bars out here that we don't we're not making it rich. We're not making right. tons of money. Um, we make some money, but you know they get paid a certain amount and. It sometimes isn't enough. It's just straight up, it's not enough to live today in California. Mm-hmm. So they rely oh on those God. tips. They Say rely on people yeah. taking care of, uh, helping them out. Because what are they doing for you here? Yeah, they're here and they're here to entertain you. And a lot of times they are entertaining. So good or not good, take care of your people. That's my rule for today. No, that's actually an excellent rule. I love that rule. You got a rule? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go first because I just thought of something right now. Okay, my rule is gonna be from this bar, the front of bar sign up here. Um, guys, no shirts, no service. Gals, no shirt, no charge. <laughs> I love that rule. I love that rule. <laughs> what was it? Was it? Did you just read the sign? I said, I'm gonna, yeah, I said, yes. I'm gonna do it from the sign. Yep. Yes. That's what he said. Oh, wow, bro. Say you what are, you said. Yes. Say it again. I, I love it. You, you, say it one more time. Say it one more time. You're for a him. cheater. Guys, no shirt, no service. Gals, no, no shirt, shirt, no charge. Okay. It's a pretty damn good role. Um, I would have role. that role reversed for me. Um, but <laughs> you would. I think, I, I mean, hello, it's me. Now, I don't know if this is like a, a rule. I kind of feel like it should be. I feel like if you come out to the bar and you order things and you're a complainer, you should automatically have an extra $10 put on your, on your, on your tip because... <laughs> if you're gonna, a if you like, a if you a complain fee. fee, if you're yeah. a complainer but you don't tip, then you yeah. need to auto, automatically tip needs to be added. Because I've watched people come out, get the same two things, two Michelob Ultras, and order a, a basket of fries. But the entire thirty minutes an hour that they're here, they complain about this, this, that, and the third. If you're gonna be here complaining about over everything, baby, just go buy a, a, a box of beer and go home. Right. Complain yeah. to yourself. Make your fries at home. I like that. People are like I want over hard fries and I want two beers cold. You give it to them, they be like, "These fries aren't hard enough." Do you want them burnt? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like if you complain, there should be a charging fee for that because not nobody want to sit up there and, and have to cater to you, and then you don't even tip. 
Right. You don't even tip. Yeah. And you're gonna complain about we everything. Get we get some of those every once in a while. Yeah. Baby, yeah. please go take a nap. Find you something safe to do. I like that. I like that. <laughs> You know what? One of my rules was kind of like don't complain so much, or at least the complaint needs to be valid. Is what my mind was. Yeah, so that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty close. But there's like a difference from. That's a good rule. I like that rule. I like that right. rule. Though. I like all the rules, man. They come out good. Yes. Um. Before we, cl- well, okay. First of all, thank you to our sponsor, Alchemy Row. Appreciate yes, it. Yes. Thank you to thank all you. the live Row. listeners. The thank you to our beautiful bartender who helped yes. get us some drinks in the middle of our. Our uh, show here. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kanan, who's I don't know what he's yelling over here, but my oldest son is here, just like What's up, excited to be yeah, here. Yeah, that's my that's my nephew right there. I love he, him to death, man. He's he, a he's a performer himself too. He's out late because he played baseball and he had to come with me because we were running late. But um, anyways, uh, so shout Hello out to dog. that. Uh, thank you guys for following us. Check us out on social media, all that good stuff. But before we leave, we always leave with a cheers. Yes. And um, lately I've had this tradition where I'm going to have the person that comes on the show cheers for us. So, DJ, come up with a cheers and let's get let's get one. Okay. He looked, put me on the spot. Okay. Yeah, sure did. All right. Let's cheers to positivity, love, and family. I love, love that. It. Love it, love it, love That's it. Love it. Let's I'll, get I'll it. cheers to that all day. I'll start with Love you guys. Man, awesome. thank you, JJ, for coming on, man. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you. Yes, thank man, you. Keep doing your thing because you are definitely not just a karaoke singer, man. Like, I, I really believe in you. I, I love seeing you. I love interacting with you. I thank love you. watching you perform. And I, I love what really, you guys are doing with no, this, too. Seriously, like seriously I'm, I'm, this is a serious moment for me. One, I'm going to have you on my show, and we're going to get deeper into this shit. Oh, come on now. But um, you, you were born, like I tell everybody, everybody's born with a gift. You found your gift, and I love how you carry it. Thank you. Go out there and, sh- and, and show the world your fucking gift because you, you deserve it. Yep, I agree. Well, do my best, and y'all better be ready. I agree. Hey, <laughs> th- ready, and, and for me, thank you for coming on the show, friend. I love you. I, I don't love care. You too. Wait, Wait a minute. What you we do. said we got it. We got. We said we got to close it with the the Toby song. Oh, yeah, oh that's right. Shout out to Toby Keith. Rest in peace, my friend. I hope you're up there looking down and uh, happy. Love you guys. Thank you guys for joining right, us on another episode. We will see you guys next week. All right, all right. Goodbye. Closable Freddie Mac kissed my ass.